Bang this in your whips. Platinum coated Roly with the chips in the wrist. Here's a French kiss. I dismissed all you chicks. Split six from the four fifth and make you dance. Ow. I stay focused in the dopest like a penny with a hole in it. Y'all just hopeless. And tote this. I ain't lying. Niggas trying to knock me off. Keep trying. All it takes is one phone call from my street team. Promote that ass like a soundtrack, New Jack. Set it, set it off with the 850. Y'all missing the buck. What the fuck? Buck Biggie in the truck. And the bucks for thorough bitches. Let me see you do the bank head if you're riches. It's the rap Mae West, the QB. And I got all my sistren with me. That is the gospel according to the little list of Kims. As a nod tonight to celebrate a quasi ladies night edition of the cash shit. That's the reverse rail. I am Rob E. Chocolate, as in sexual. And that's half of the Tennessee Terrors, the five-time, 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 five-time bombshell champion, Book of She, our special guest tonight. And on this episode, we're discussing the old face god, unifications where, backwards or backlash, and cash shit. Because this... This is the Cash Shit Podcast. And um, here we are. Um... There is no tag team unification whatsoever at WrestleMania Backlash. Apparently, Roman is just not interested in his edict. He doesn't shows anymore. I, I just—he—he's just, just no longer interested in in them bringing him the Raw tag titles. Apparently, I want Bree. Bree, Bree I'm gonna let you chime in on this one. You can start. You start us off with bringing bring the word in because I'm I'm confused. I mean. Like, what's the point? Um, So, like, does he not care about the, like, I, I don't know. (laughs) I can't. (laughs) Welcome. I mean, (laughs) none of it makes sense. It's like, okay, if you're the head of the table, you want to conquer everything. Like, you should be including Naomi in the storyline and being like, hey. Hello. You know, what are we doing? Like, just something. Like, make it like you're literally trying to get control of the WWE in kayfabe. But it just seems like it just works for him, and that's it. But the Usos are going for it. They're like, okay, well, nothing works in our favor, but cool, we'll keep following you. Like... Because if I'm in the ring, if, if me and Rail in the ring, and we in here, we've been building this program for the last three or four weeks, and then, ooh-wah, here come Brie, right? And <laughs> she puts <she laughs> you to the ring and tear up our contract for our unification match, I'm going to be a little sour. It's going to be different. Well, sis, I, I could have sworn. Well, it, it don't make any damn sense because it was his idea to begin with. He is the one who commanded that they go to Raw and bring him the Raw Tag Team titles. He said, I'm one man with two belts. There are two men with two belts. They need four. So what happened? Well, why you have all this power and you force Adam Pierce via Paul Heyman to make this match, then why is it not all titles on the line then? So you can still obtain your goal. Yeah, because all titles on the line to me, from a marketing standpoint, is a foregone conclusion. 
I, I like if you add Roman to that match and 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 his titles, like it's clear who's getting washed on Sunday. So right. I'm kind of glad that did not I did not happen, even though I thought this where it was getting ready to go. But it's just odd. Maybe they're gonna just say, you know what, Boston Glow, they 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 in the bloodline too. So we already got these with some extra bills. I don't I don't know. I'm confused. They they are in the bloodline. <laughs> um. <clears throat> anyway, <laughs> both of them. Both of. Them. <laughs> 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 A little Boston blood. <laughs> Uh, I thought. Oh, I, I, I thought you were about to say a little Boston blow. I swear. I thought. Whoa. What? <laughs> <laughs> I'm on a This is the cocaine shit podcast because uh, like every well, other episode, we mention the cocaine. Uh, <clears throat> I mean, that's that's not what I meant by blow. But oh, okay. I, I I can see what. Yeah. No, that's that's not what I meant. Uh, there you go. That there are multiple blows. Um, so there's that. <laughs> the blows. It's very. It's very. Um, the blow. Well, the blow and glow. Peak. <laughs> I can't. This is ridiculous already. Oh, <laughs> absurd. Can't even blame Marie. It's us. It's. <laughs> there is a lady present. Booker she. That's yeah. right. Booker she is with us. Um. Yeah, I, I just I, I saw when it happened on SmackDown. I think I was in the group chat, and I was like, "Huh?" I, I, I just did not understand how how we went from and, and like I was saying earlier, like I would be really pissed because that's four matches that could be happening in one match now on Sunday. You got both sets of tag titles and both main championships in one match. Ooh, that was cute. We're still watching Raw, some of us. Um, uh, but yeah, like that could literally be four marquee matches right there, and you've got all of those belts tied up in a situation that isn't even for unification. Okay. And are we gonna get there eventually? Like, what, what's the what, where's the road going here? <laughs> well, the gospel again. What is the point? There is no point, and the gospel according to uh, the O Face God and the O Face God is uh, Lady Athena, formerly Ember Moon. Um, mm-hmm. According to her, no one knows what's going on. <laughs> no. When she said that Triple H walked up and said, I don't have any idea what's going on, but we'll figure it out. This, <sighs> how, how, it is, it is literal, excuse me, it's a literal incompetence to be a writer on a show that gets fed from another show, that gets fed characters from another show that's connected, it's all under one company, and have no idea who those characters are on the other show. It should be required viewing for Raw and SmackDown writers to watch NXT and to be familiar with the fucking NXT talent. <sighs> Man. <laughs> that is quite, that, it is literally like me going up to be to, to do the first round draft pick of the NFL, and I ain't watched a single college game in my like ever. Right. How the fuck am I supposed like how how do I know what's going on? How am I supposed to pick a draft? Uh, like uh, I'm confusing myself just talking about <laughs> this because it's ridiculous that they don't like 
we didn't know you were in a tag team. How do you not know that she's in a tag team in y'all company? Becky is over it. <laughs> <laughs> she is. Yeah, I, not only like, they didn't know she was in a tag team. So if, if they know she was in a tag team, they couldn't have known that she was a champion. Like she said that they knew she was at takeovers, but they didn't really know what she did there. Huh? What? But so how did they know that she was at takeovers? <laughs> right. Right. I, right. That, uh, that's like when you see somebody in the mall and you're like, where I know that bitch from? And it's like, oh, I think she worked at Cheesecake Factory. She might be one of the waitresses. I ain't sure, but she'd she be there. Like, girl, <laughs> what? Like, we work at the same company. And I'm one of the characters that you write for. I'm a werewolf vampire. We don't know. Um, I, I, the, it's Again, like, it should be required viewing. I don't understand how you are supposed to write for an existing character and you just have no idea about this character. You don't know what they've done. You don't know who they are. You, uh, Remember they hired that one black sister oh. that, that thought Bobby Lashley's, Bobby Lashley's, what was his name to her? What did she call him back then? I, I can't remember, but I know what you're talking about. She got fired for going on Twitter and talking about yeah, it. She, yeah, she went on a podcast and talking about it. Jesus. Oh, it wasn't a podcast? Okay, there you go. I know she went somewhere publicly and was talking about it. It's absurd. Like the talent, like to Ember's point, I totally get I get that. And um, and especially all of us having known talent, like on their off days, of course, it's giving bitch. I'll, ch- I'll clock back in on Monday. Like, leave me alone for a while. I definitely get the talent like checking out and kind of only being mm-hmm. in tune with like what they've got going on and probably like being sparsely updated the way that we are sometimes via socials or whatever the case may be. But the writers, huh? That yeah. that's such a goddamn disconnect. Like, do you not intend for this to be contiguous and for this to flow across the? Does this not under the same corporate umbrella, the same auspices? Am I high? And it's one thing for us. Hey, Bree. Go, oh, go ahead. Uh, Bree, I want you to be a writer on the final season of This Is Us. I do not care if you've seen the previous five <laughs> seasons. You don't even need to watch the previous five seasons. Just come on and be a writer and write mm-hmm. for these characters. <laughs> yeah. That is you what know that what? is. I would just, and since I've never seen that show on purpose, I would just say, oh, I can just write something that makes people cry, even though it doesn't make sense, but I'm going to make these characters just make people cry, because that's my general idea of the show. And I'm going to roll with it and keep a job and keep going for seasons and years and never get fired. That's what's going to happen. <laughs> God, oh, shit. that's that's literally what's going on. Yes, that's it is literally what's, and it's one thing for uh, like conjecture Ridiculous. and for us to sit up here and um, you know, pontificate or what was the word we uh we kept using last podcast? Where um, what was our, our word? That was two weeks ago, child. Well, we said we was going to sit up here and um <laughs> pro- prognosticate. Um, yes, it's go. different yes. if we sit in the pure prognosticate, but to literally hear somebody like run down the litany verbatim of the things that they're experiencing that we've been talking about for over a year now, that it just in theory is like, damn, like damn. You would you would say in theory, wouldn't you? Uh, 
Well, who hasn't been in theory? Okay, all right. <laughs> well, well. You know what? Sometimes the path just goes through apartment wrestling. You know? <laughs> oh, shit. You know, customs customs is a thing, but we're going to leave it at you know that. Um, you know, hey, OnlyFans, and you know, I appreciate it. This was pre-OnlyFans, okay. like <laughs> right. the talent, the drive, the motivation. Ahead of his time. Ahead of his right. time. Wow. The, metal- right the metallic panties. Mm, iconic. <laughs> iconic. <laughs> uh, okay. oh. Rob, cut it out. Um, I, I want to ask, I'm actually very happy you're here because it'd be good to get a female perspective of it. Um, I saw a lot of chatter online about the comment she made, like the main comment that was talked about was the booty butt cheek shorts yeah. and having a meeting to dress like Mandy Rose. And a lot of people thought it was her taking a shot at Mandy Rose and being like, I don't, not, not so much slut shaming, but like shaming the way she dresses how did you take that do you you think that's what that was no not at all um because wasn't it a common directive back in the early 2000s that everyone turned out like trish Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. you know it's to me i didn't see it as like a personal shot to mandy i just saw it as this is the stereotype that johnny ace is a fan of and they want to perpetuate it. So I wasn't surprised by it at all, unfortunately. But I also didn't take it as a shot. <clears throat> I think it, Yeah, I thought that she was just using their words. Because if it was right. a meeting about dressing like Mandy Rose, then they probably said, y'all need to dress like Mandy Rose. Because <laughs> what better way to make you hate your coworker? You know? Right. <laughs> what better way to cause some cat fights? Huh, why not? You know, let me esteem, promote, and fast track the girl who probably has like twenty percent of your talent, um, in terms of in ring. So, like, that's a surefire way to call some shit. And and then the thing about it was <clears throat> was the context. When you saw the whole, when you saw where it was inside of the entirety of the interview, it made sense. If you just got that mm-hmm. bite, then you might have had some. If you wanted to run that way, you could run that way with that narrative. But to see right. it in context, you understood it, and you also understand the same way they want them to carry those belts when they're champions, and the same way they want to kind of have them carry some of the character over in their off time. That's kind of where that applies as well. And she mentions that, like I'm supposed to be wearing a Kroger with my cheeks hanging out. That's not really my shush. <laughs> Uh, yeah that yeah yeah why am i in walmart with my cheeks out <laughs> right wherever they are the um it's not full sale or, or wherever they were during the pandemic it's not that big so it's not like you know yeah. they have enough space to air out the cheeks and <laughs> and be comfortable you know like, I'm supposed to be- well that that has to be some kind of HR violation, some right. kind of a to tell a woman because she's a woman. Yes, that's harassment. Yes, you have to dress. Your your attire needs to be more revealing. There's got to be a Hooters lawsuit. Yes, you're not that's asking. You're that. not asking theory to have his cheeks out, but here we are. You know, you're not asking. But, here we mean, are. but, but look where where it got him though. Yeah, okay, okay. 
But I mean, well, well, asking well, me to tip around roses or dick sporting goods with my ass cheeks out us a bit much, though. Know? <laughs> <laughs> I'm supposed to just be in the cell aisle, just cheeks just out, this whole sp- whole sphincter <laughs> of aisle 17. Like what? Yeah, and like that doesn't even make sense. Like if like. What like am I supposed to be in my ring attire in Walmart, or you just want me to buy some Daisy Dukes and like change my whole aesthetic as a person, as a woman, in my, in my yeah, as a woman mm-hmm. in my personal life that has nothing to do with said character on TV. And on it's TV, a- I'm like a vampire banshee werewolf. Am I supposed to be screaming in Target as well? Like, am I supposed to just let out a howl, a primal visceral? <laughs> Contacts in all that, and I was real mad for sis when they told her she was going back to go go back to her old character, and she had to dye that weave and all that ombre. Cause y'all know Ember don't Ember don't like doing her hair to begin with, no damn way. And she having to dye all oh, of that well. goddamn ombre and all that weave and shit. That ain't cheap. That's a process. If you ever been, you gotta dye it first, then knock the whole piece. That is not word. Then you gotta dye it the first red, then the second red, then you gotta lift it again. Add the blonde, add the, like that's a lot of fucking work, and of course men would not understand that. But like, girl, she said eight hours. I would have been mad as hell. And bitch, and then I'm getting the creative call, <laughs> and I'm I fire your text at the same time. Y'all can go to hell. <laughs> How bad does the company have to be to offer you five? <clears throat> Times that it's good we get because she here because five times for you to get offered five <laughs> times. Now she already mentioned she got this. They was joking, but this seventeen room house she did well for herself, and they offered you mm-hmm. five times that. And you said, "Girl, I'd rather shit a pine cone." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, and and and. and Building on that, that's Ember Moon, and it's no disparaging Ember Moon or anything like that. So if they offered her five times the amount amount of money that she was making and she turned it down, imagine the amount of money they offered John Moxley and he turned it down. Daniel Bryan. Adam Cole and he turned it down. Daniel Bryan. It's like, how shitty of a time do I have to be having? To turn that kind of shit down and be like, nah, I, bro, I just want to go. Like, just leave me alone. No, thanks. It's like when you are just fed up in a relationship, you tried, you tried, and it's just not working. You're like, I don't even, like, nah, this is not working. I don't even want to try this anymore. Mm-hmm. I got to fucking go. I mean, case in point, uh, Dakota Kai and um, and uh, uh, Stokely. Um, where am I going brain dead right now? Malcolm Bivens. Yeah. Both of them just yeah. said, nah. <laughs> we good. Well, he ain't never been an idiot. Um never. that's a talented man and yeah. Anybody's gonna be he is prime for like ROH top manager. That's where I want him because I want ROH to to mean something and to and to thrive. And you're gonna need characters that is going to be able to get it because ROH has always been about the in-ring mostly, blah, blah, blah. And they've had sprinkles here and there of, like, sports entertainment, whatever, and characters like Dalton Castle and shit like that. I but, think he's meant for hire, but I'm sorry. Go ahead. He's meant for... Go, go, no, go ahead. Um, I think he's definitely straight to the AEW ros- main roster. Um, 
he could literally have his pick of anybody who he wants to manage. So um, it would be exciting just to see him show up on TV one day. I think he he's destined for greatness for sure. Oh, I absolutely agree. <clears throat> and the reason, see, I, I absolutely agree he's meant for hire. I want our weight to be meant for hire. And what I was saying is he would be a perfect person to help do that, to bring ROH up to where it should have been a long time ago, but to where it needs to be on on level with an AEW. Hmm. Because that's what they need to do. And if they're going to do that, they're going to need some, some one names in there that people recognize and talent that is going to get over and get over like that once you put the mic in their hand. That's him. But I'll be happy seeing this man wherever. Oh, yeah. He can manage Dakota. Take Dakota with you and manage her ass. Whatever either one of those two do, sign me up for it. Mm -hmm. Sign me up for it. But for them to both know that a call-up was going to be a (laughs) call-out, I appreciate it. For both of them, when I found out that both of them, like, did not resign and it was given mutual, like, see y'all later, I was like, oh, okay, that's good. I was fine. I was immediately fine. I was like, great. Yeah, how, how do you tell these people, hey, you're going here. What's the plan? I don't know. You go, what? I just saw this happen 20 times in the past, what, two years. Right. I'm such an idiot that I think I'm going to be any different? No. Yeah. Absolutely not. I, and I was saying something earlier on to uh, Booker She. Um, and I mentioned it to you in passing as well. I think one big casualty that we don't look at in Triple H being absent in NXT 2.0 is the impact that that has on women's wrestling. Um, because that was a project, clearly, of Stephanie and Triple H. Mm-hmm. And so with them not at the helm anymore, with with people being asked to put on booty butt cheeks uh, shorts again, with the women we see being fast-tracked on that brand. There are some good in the mix, um, but we can see what their type is. We see we see the, the divas there were being reborn in 2.0. With that being said, the integrity and I guess the, the weight and the, sh- and the shouldering of the women's evolution now lands on the women on the main roster that have the leverage to kind and, mm-hmm. and that can pull rank. And I think the top tier of that clearly is the four horsewomen. I mean, in terms of put like backstage political power and, and, and stretch, those probably are the main four with Natty because of her relationship and her impact on the entire roster. Bianca because of her breakout stardom. Asuka because of a similar longevity at the tail end of that. That's probably who's now going to have to shoulder carrying the women and keeping the women at this level and carrying them into um, a future that we once could see that looked really bright that now I don't, it's kind of in question. Yeah, I don't know where they go um, with this. Luckily, women like Bianca and the Four Horsewomen are so over mm-hmm. and make them so much money and have just become superstars, women, men, whatever the fuck. They are superstars. Mm-hmm. Um <clears throat> It it it's the it's probably the only thing to your point that is going to save women's wrestling uh, on the main roster at least 
Um, Amber obviously laid out as soon as Triple H left. We went back to three match, three minute matches on NXT, and I haven't watched a single episode of 2.0. Same. So yeah. I don't. Yeah, I don't know what's going on there. Absolutely um, refuse to. I yeah, I refuse. I like I watch Raw and SmackDown already. I don't need a excuse the term minor league version of. Raw and SmackDown, because that's what it feels like. But NXT, Black and Gold, never felt like a minor league anything to me. It was its own thing. Mm-hmm. Its own special thing. It did not give me minor league. 2.0, just from what I see, from what it, it just it's another two hours of Raw, and that's for damn sure what we do not need. Of the things that we need, we need that like a hole in the goddamn head. Like, that right there is the last thing that I'm signing up for, but it just really hit me. I was like, wow, like Triple H's girls, you know, his, his, his core girls, that's who's going to have to carry this for a while because they're doing everything they can down bottom to eradicate it. And even who they brought up since like this, you know, I, I'm not really crazy about MAGA mommy, but they got rid of the whole, you know, big mommy cool. <laughs> and now it's given like, Rodriguez, she's a regular Latina stereotype. Hair is down, no ponytail. All this extra blue eyeshadow, smiling like a cheerleader all the time. That's not. I was so mad. Oh, that's not the Raquel that we signed up for. You got Shotzi oh. and beat the, anytime you put anybody on the opposing end of a beat the clock challenge, <laughs> it's the rudest thing. I'd rather you just spit on spit in my mouth on on TV. Fuck OnlyFans, it's free. Just spit in my mouth on TV and mush me and send me to the back, like just send me the catering right there. Like I'll come out with a sandwich on my hand, a paper plate, and be like, I'm just gonna stay back here, like. Don't put me in the beat the clock challenge as the other person. Like I like it did nothing for Aaliyah. It did nothing for Shotzi. They looked crazy. Um, and who else got called up recently? Oh, they got Lacey as Amanda Rollins. Ugh. Oh, so Bookashi, uh, Bookashi, I'm not uh, I don't know if you're aware, but Lacey Evans has come back as Amanda Rollins from SVU. And oh great. I don't even have any words for it. It's literally like every week. She starts off her promo like, all right, here we go. And she tells some really sad, like, you know, methamphetamine uh, trailer park story <laughs> about, like, abuse. It's, yes. Yeah. No, yeah. Like, about abuse and about, like, neglect and all this bullshit she went through. And, like, <laughs> she'll break down whimpering halfway through each promo. Yeah. And then, you know like, what? it's towards the, like, end, she wraps it. Like, you can say she's wrapping it up when she starts being like, but, you know, but I'm a winner. You know, I'm a babysitter. I'm a hair braider. I play soccer on the weekends. I'm a Bible school, uh, Sunday school teacher. And I'm a United States Marine. And like, always going in with the United States Marine. Like, and the crowd supposedly pops for that. I don't know if it's a if it's a laugh track or whatever. But then, uh, and then she ends with the like, you know, I'm not saying I'm better than anybody, but those girls damn sure ain't better than me. And it's, that, that's it. It's so... Mm. That reminds me of a quote that I saw that said that RuPaul and Vince McMahon are the same person. <laughs> and I, I say that because RuPaul does that at the end of every season of Drag Race with the look at your little former <sighs> self and tell your little former self what would you tell them that, that person today? And they love that emotional porn. Like, just that, yeah, cry. Or just tell something sad. Yeah. And 
Vince does the exact same thing. He loves humiliating people and making them like just tell sad, horrible stories. So yeah, I'm not surprised. It's awful. It's it's awful. I I love Lacey. That Southern Belle gimmick is it's her down to a T. She she was Blanche Devereaux. Just you know, bring down the whoredom. <laughs> But she could also kick your ass. That was beautiful. She was Blanche and Dorothy. <laughs> right. There you go. There you go. <laughs> she was a mix of Blanche wow. and Dorothy. And what makes, what makes it worse, Bree, is she's in like a sheer, like kind of a, yeah, oh American apparel, like kind of one piece moment with like a fatigue, like oversized, oh kind of like 90s Aaliyah bottom. So like it's giving like I'm cool, I'm kind of chic. Like, it's it's trying to give healing. Like, get this on your blade. Like what is it? It's like, it's, it's, it's Cammy from Street Fighter. Exactly that. <laughs> it's literally Cammy from Street Fighter, and yeah, it yeah. just it's so bad. And, uh, this woman is a heel. But imagine Cammy <laughs> like imagine Cammy crying. Why, why would Cammy or Sonya Blade like why would either one of them bitches be cr- like? Imagine Black Widow crying. Like like what are we doing? It took us to get. Oh, to- Black Widow doesn't show any emotion at all. So no, we let's not even go there. Yeah. You know, she's a strong black woman. But I mean, when we had to get to fucking <laughs> like Endgame and the fucking snap before, oh, we had to get to like what was it? What was it? Uh, Civil War, whichever one that we found out that you know she they had the forest uh, hysterectomies and shit and you know yada 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 and the widows program. Like it took us to get like that deep in and like to find out some meat where it was like, God damn, that's pretty bad. You know, and if she was in your cells going down, big guy. You know, it, it took us to get to that point before we had any of that. But like, mama stepped out for a pregnancy and apparently gets to come back with postpartum. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> like, please go back. Like, please take more time off. It's okay. We will figure this up without you. If it's not bad. Do you know what? Until you just said that, I didn't think about that, but that might be what they're going for. I would not put it past him. Yes. Like, I would not put it past them to do some dumb shit like that. Yeah, they love exploiting illnesses. They absolutely uh, do not care about, about it. Yeah, they will exploit it, unfortunately. But yeah, just that bad. Please go home, Lacey. <laughs> oh, clock up for me, love. Just go ahead. Hi, yeah, you can clock out. <laughs> just clock out. No. Yeah, they've they've complete they've they've totally taken my love of Lacey Evans just away. I do I do not care to see these promos. I do not care to see what she does when she comes out there. Like it's she's going to go down the Charlotte route where she's a terrible babyface because she is so much bigger and more imposing than ninety percent of these women. She should be ragdolling and wrecking these girls as a heel. Yeah. But she's going to come out there. She's going to get hit. She's going to cry. Mm-hmm. Then she's going to say, but I overcame and I'm about to overcome. If she stops in the mid-match, <clears throat> grabs the mic and cuts the overcome promo <laughs> before she gets her heat back. <laughs> before she starts her baby face comeback, I'm done. Mm. Ugh. It, it, it made me realize. It's, it, it's a part of what makes me realize and remember it that Vince does not care what anyone thinks, and I was and I was listening to Ember, uh, Athena, and whenever she made the mention of her and uh, Taya having that match that I need to go and watch recently, um, well, apparently mm-hmm. they carried on, and um, 
she was just saying how much better she is at like slow selling and you know and working the crowd since WWE and she was just saying how like that the connection of eliciting the the moment you elicit the response that you're working towards from the crowd and I've heard other performers mention that and it's like a high you know what I'm saying to be able to control the crowd from that capacity so I imagine for Vince that he's lived with this high for so long that you know once he got out of touch which has been for a while I'll probably say like right before Cena and like in Super Cena was whenever it was kind of like we finally stopped like truly responding to what Vince wanted us to respond to in the way he wanted us to. So I think like that era forward has been kind of this like wanting to like get a certain response. And then when COVID hit and it was no response, that probably drove him mad. And so it was like, I'm going to engineer the responses I want going forward just so I can get that feel good high. Like he's supplying his own dope at this point. And, like, we're nowhere near the equation in terms of entertainment. Like, as long as he can get the, that response, even though it's completely manufactured, it's, it's a placebo. He's fine. That's a powerful level of narcissism. <laughs> it really is. It's it it really, really is. To be honest. I, I still maintain, and I've said this on here before, that the pandemic and going into the Thunderdome is probably the best thing that could ever happen for him because that's when it started. Oh, so I can just literally control 100% of the audience and the reactions that they give. And now that it's over, he's like, well, I'm just keep doing that shit because you cannot tell me that those Cody chants during Seth promos were not piped in. Those were so unnatural and just, they would just come in like immediately and then just boom, stop. There was no die down. No, it was just what makes it stop. weirder is it's kind of like whenever like Xerxes is doing some shit at my house and I'm watching him. And for those who may be new to this podcast and this episode, Xerxes is my cat, um, and he is Demon black, cat. so that amplifies everything. So my black cat. So when he's doing things, I'm like, you know that I can see you, right? And he looks at me like, can you? And I'm like, yeah. And this is kind of <laughs> like what's happening with that, like. These piped in cheers, we can still see the crowd is not moving. <laughs> we can we can literally see that the like what the crowd is doing. And though sometimes like people are sitting down and cheering, which is you know rare, but it happens. Or um, on their phone. We're like the, the 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 audio is piping hot and the crowd is like literally filing their taxes. <laughs> This isn't washing. This isn't reconciling visually. We can see the crowd. That's my only thing. I'm like, what? Mm. we don't even need to see it. It's <laughs> just the audio aspect of it for me. So you mean to tell me? So in a <laughs> let's say ten thousand seat arena, they they got it packed, right? Um, say about four thousand people are chanting this chant. You mean to tell me all four thousand people stop chanting at the exact same time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They were tired. And they started chanting at the exact same time. This is a crowd full of white people. There is no way in hell they are that damn insane. They can never get a this is awesome chant just immediately going smooth. It, it doesn't work like that. Wouldn't need some tired. <laughs> But in the WWE universe, anything is possible. (laughs) Well, I mean, when Finn Balor was going with the coup de grace and the entire top rope disintegrated, I said, well, 
Well, girl. Well. Power. <laughs> we know what was happy. We know what was weighing him down. Okay. Baby, that rope said, I can't bear no more. I've done enough coup de grace. I can't do no more coup de grace with all that dick up here. Okay. Oh, my God. You got weak in the knees. Stand up. That's her bubble said, Yeah. All that dick, and you're not going to give me none. Oh, oh my God. Holds her brother to fell apart. Ring ain't been the same since. You see the ring broke again last weekend. It's still, it's still hurting. Ring's still going through it. Dude, it remembered. No funny shit. Bobby Lashley is lucky. Because, woo. That was a tumble. Scarlet yeah. took a tumble, but Bobby Lashley took a tumble, baby. Like, he, yeah, like, he very luckily oh, landed man. the top of his shoulder blades and not his neck. Because, woo. That was almost as bad as fighting Rich Holland. Yeah, that was. Oh, come oh. Wow. <laughs> Look, yeah. Yikes. Mm. Shout out to Big E. Hope you're doing well. Um, he didn't post it. Yeah. I've been wanting to, uh, to check in and get an update, but I, I you know, I feel like it's like he a cousin or something. I want to just, you know, just check in and make sure you, you, you how your neck, baby. Like, do you need anything? Some nana pudding, something. Yeah. Kofi, Kofi posted um him went to show him his news. I didn't. Kofi has a new child. I didn't. Another one. Yeah, apparently because he posted a picture of him visiting Big E. Mm-hmm. And he was like, and he named he, Big E had a baby in his arms. And he was, and Kofi was like, oh, he finally gets to meet his uncle Big E. And I'm like, they had another child, baby. So I, I, I was confusion. I did not know there that. There's no trouble in paradise, yeah. apparently. No trouble at all. Uh-huh. So I mean, but you know, shout out to Big E. Um, yeah, I want him. Yeah, I want him better and back. Just spirit. And then they did the whole thing with like, uh, they didn't know where. Um, Speaking of heavier meat, uh, meat. I'm gonna call that man Pete Dunn. I'm not calling that man Butch, but they didn't know where he was. That's what the, that's what they went with on Friday. They went with. I'm sorry, Butch just tickles me every. <laughs> what? I don't get it. I don't get it, Marie. Like you pull that out of a hat, Butch. Butch, it's just like what. <laughs> It, it had to be a rib. So it had to be a rib. Like you don't, you don't pull. First off, like no last name. Okay, whatever. But like, you could have at least done Butch Dunn. You know what I'm saying? Pete Butch. Like no, it, it doesn't even sound tough anymore. It doesn't. Like, so why would you go with it? Like why would you say out of your mouth? Yeah, we're gonna call you Butch. <laughs> And like and say that yeah you're supposed to be a badass. <laughs> and his whole gimmick is centered around his size. It's making fun of his size. Like the first week he came, I said to Larry, I was like, they're treating him like he's a child. And sure enough, two weeks later, they literally started saying he's acting like a child. Now he's gone and put him on milk carton. He's gone. He. <sighs> They did a whole Where's Waldo thing. They had him at Spring Break. Yeah, they had him in it, Vegas. It's all pointing towards him being small. And then they were like, oh, they were like, oh yeah, it even went viral on social media. No, it didn't, nigga. Y'all made those posts. They're behaving as expected. It, you're, you're absolutely right. But if you're going to change somebody's name, like Raquel Gonzalez to Raquel Rodriguez, that's how you do that. That's fine. Which is still kind of an insult because of her last name, and she wanted to carry that because of her family and wrestling. 
No, right. then for, for the, but, the one thing I needed to keep, y'all change. You could have made me right. whoever else Gonzalez, but you took the one part of the thing that I wanted to keep, and now here we are. But it sounds decent. It sounds fine. It's not oh, yeah, like it's like Rodriguez but yeah. is a name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It sounds nice. It's not some crazy, stupid-ass name. Butch? Yeah. But that's like the difference between, like, Dyke. Your name is Dyke. Go to the ring. <laughs> no, your name is Popper. <laughs> Popper. Dewdrop. That's your name. Dewdrop. Do fucking drop. <sighs> Dewdrop. Okay, and, and 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 with her, here we are. Another reset where they throw tag team two random women randomly in a tag team every four months to be a tag team for three months. And now we got Dewdrop and Nikki Ash. Uh, she might be dropping the superhero um, Hope so. gimmick. Hope so. Now they're a tag team out of nowhere. Why? Because we need tag teams. This just rinse and repeat nonsense. A, a tag team that's just going to break up once they get one, you know, storyline run against the champ. That's it. Break up and go like it's literally been every tag team at this point if they haven't been released. <laughs> That's exactly the formula of every single tag team. Yeah. That's, yeah. I mean, they're gonna put Raquel on the one too. They, they do they this really they brought Raquel from NXT as dominant as she was there and made her like adult Maddie from Euphoria. Like, huh? Like, it's just it lacks vision for me. <laughs> Direction. Responsibility, accountability, common sense, <laughs> all that, and not even that. Like the fact that the wrestlers prefer to be on SmackDown because it's like a, you know a, it's an easier situation, and that's where y'all getting the worst names. That's where y'all getting y'all getting named like Butch on SmackDown. Someone's gonna be named Bottom. <laughs> well, he's on he's on he's on Raw, so they couldn't. I, I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. They already dropped. They dropped Austin, so they that you know they they couldn't name him bottom. They just kept theory. But what about Ricochet? <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, I'm asking. Is he on Raw or? <laughs> no, I'm not even being funny. I'm I'm serious. <laughs> That's what makes it even worse. <laughs> Hello. I mean, we're, we're on the subject, so we are on the subject. Um, Ricochet is currently the Intercontinental Champion on SmackDown. Oh, so he's and not I watch SmackDown. Bummer. <laughs> well, uh, okay. Oh. <laughs> Are you okay, Rob? I'm right, Rob. <laughs> I'm just tickled. Rob needs some help. I just keep seeing that image that uh, <laughs> that gave. I mean, A always posted when he's flipping, when Ricochet's flipping, and he's holding his feet from the raw graph from the USA commercial graphic. Uh, oh, father. Um. Oh, oh man. Uh, that is a number one gimmick. Wait, uh, not gimmick, but uh, save pick. Oh yeah, that's a meme right there, baby. That shit is hilarious. But yeah, he he's on SmackDown carrying a title that doesn't matter. Um, speaking of, because now I thought now that I thought about the Intercontinental title, 
I thought about Cody making it the original title, and then hearing uh, that he, if you know, when he does win, he wants to bring the Winged Eagle back. And you know, I'm partial to the Winged Eagle, so I thought that that would be kind of interesting if that were to happen. If Cody Cody does nothing else, he he gonna he gonna cater to uh, the IWC, I guess you could say, because he's done that nearly <coughs> his entire career. Um, just in various um aspects, but also with belts, like him being the one to present the classic, you know, IC title back mm-hmm. in 2011. Mm-hmm. Everybody was like, "Thank a God," because that oval bullshit was a oof. fucking Easter egg for a belt. Yes, that was uh, that was a terrible belt. So if this man <clears throat> wins that title at SummerSlam and brings back the Winged Eagle or version of it, God bless him. And his uh, fully black baby that is going to end racism in three years and make sure Trump doesn't get reelected. Shout outs to Cody and Brandy. The black for baby of the century. The black, the black Oh my God. Wow. She said it, not me. She said that on TV. On, t- on national yeah, I, TV. How did you oh, feel about I, that? I blocked that out of my memory. Wow. <laughs> I, was, I said, did she? Is that, no, you she got didn't. a black belt. Well, I'm a black bitch. Oh. I said, no, she didn't. Oh. It's one of those shock things where it's I, just like, you're kind of frozen. It's like, wait a minute. Did I hear? <laughs> yeah. Like, I was like, she thought about that. And it was like, yeah, as a black woman, I'm going to go out there on a live mic. In front of the world, on a, talk to this white man and call myself a black on a bitch. wrestling show. You know, which gives. But hopefully, she has learned from that. If she does so. appear on TV or in front of a mic again, but go ahead. Hopefully, <laughs> from a PR it, it standpoint, just, <laughs> like in in the very least, it gives in their mind now the white people license to be like, oh, we can call her black bitch. We can chant black bitch at her because... Oh, my God. This is her moniker. She just told us. She named herself. It's not us. But you know it's bad when a wrestling crowd, and we know what wrestling crowd... like We know the demo of a wrestling crowd and how much of a clusterfuck that can be. But you know it's bad when a wrestling crowd goes, ooh. <laughs> like, even the crowd was like... Yeah, they all fucking went. They were like, um, maybe not, because we we're not gonna we're not gonna chant that. Like even the wrestling crowd was like, we're gonna be the responsible ones here because clearly <laughs> you lost your goddamn mind. Um, and I love when a crowd gets it. Like when they were when they were chanting "Shake It, Shake It, Sheamus" on Friday, that was that was dying. <laughs> that was hilarious. Was that was screaming. hilarious. But like, so I love when they get it. But even, like, the, but to depend yeah. on a wrestling crowd to be the moral compass in the room is 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 just <laughs> this is where we are, you know. But um. Thankfully, that right. hasn't happened. Since. We've all been around them. Yeah, wrestling. They should not be our barometer for anything. Ooh, yeah, man, it's a it's a dicey game, wrestling crowds. <laughs> <laughs> yes, indeed, it's a dicey game. Listen, you well, you know, SummerSlam gave me a little bit of hope back because when that bullshit happened with Bianca, the amount of them white people that were so angry and got up and left, <laughs> they were furious. <laughs> they were up. The white people came to see their black queen win, and they were like. 
They were like, oh, uh, uh, we love Becky, but girl, this ain't it. <laughs> this is not it. They were like, nah, we nah, we were down for the brown. Like, like literally got up and left. I was like, well. Yeah. So it's, it's a little hope out there. You said what, Bree? I said solidarity. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it was so that, I mean, that was such a heavy handed booking decision. Um, and to know that they had no plans to like booking that with the WrestleMania win, that was not their plan. <laughs> they just, like, <laughs> I, uh, they did that with what, no y'all just gonna, right. Y'all just gonna let her wash after the year she had, y'all gonna let her get washed. Like that and made to look like a fool? Like, with no plan to follow that up? Ooh, that sounds- God was like, not on my watch. <laughs> yeah, because Bianca <laughs> stayed over, showed up at Wrestle- uh-huh. WrestleMania, and gave y'all yet another classic. Wow. Mm-hmm. What, black women. Black women. Black women. Mm. Told you, Charlotte's in trouble. You know, I love my queen, but. Oh, Bianca got one more time to show the hell out at WrestleMania and, and that Miss WrestleMania title. <laughs> well, I, I Go mean, ahead to slide her, right on her over. next show out is going to probably be with Charlotte. Be with Charlotte, yeah, yes. So. But but still, it's going to go to Bianca at that point. But at this point, Charlotte really ain't had a show out WrestleMania yet. Like that first triple threat was solid when they changed the belt. But um. It turned Oscar for me. Oh, oh excuse that. me. Oh, Lord. I'm last week. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And Brie was there with me. Because they snatched that whole, yeah, they snatched that whole Brie was there with me. Let me shut my fat ass up. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Yeah. They did cut up. They, that 34. That's right. They did cut up. Mm-hmm. But that, that, was, that was the last time they, they let her cut up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Madonna need mm-hmm. to have an entrance. You said what, Brie? I said, unfortunately. Yeah, she didn't even have a good entrance this year. They just said, girl, walk out. Please don't remind me <laughs> of that. They said, bitch, walk out there and shut up. <laughs> Do not remind me. I, I was over. I was upset. That was the main thing I was looking forward to for WrestleMania was Charlotte's entrance. And she walked out there like it was a damn house show in Sioux Falls City. And I, just, I was so upset. Bitch, Vince did roll over her and said, bitch, walk out there. Ugh. She was pissed. Her bundles was even deflated. She was like, I'm, I'm <laughs> over it. She was over the function. What's going on? Um, Because I know Brie watched this. What's going on over at AEW right now? What's, what they giving? What she giving? Go ahead, Brie. You can take oh, it. I would love to hear fun. what you think about AEW. Oh, I love AEW. Said- it's fun. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. It's refreshing. Oh, amen. Um, yeah, it's a breath of fresh air because honestly, having an a, an accessible option, even though yes, there have always been other options out there, AEW is the most accessible. And now with the acquisition of ROH, we'll see how that's managed. Um, yeah, it's an exciting time to be a wrestling fan. So, that is a perfect word for uh, AEW, especially going to see it live. I don't know if you've been there live yet. It is just so much fun. Oh, oh. 
please go as soon as they get <laughs> close enough to you. It's it's just fun. Like everyone is there to enjoy the show. The crowds, ninety five percent of the time, always just lit from start to finish, and it's it, the difference in walking through a like building for a WWE show and walking through a building for AEW show. Like the feeling is palpable. The difference is so apparent, and it's just fun going to AEW. You have fun watching the show. You have fun interacting with, you know, the people around you. It's it's so different for me. And yeah, I. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. wondering if they're gonna AW. if they're gonna be near. Um, I'm like I wish you know how during the big the big four normally like the other the, the other promotions have shows nearby, mm-hmm. but I would love that. Like if since we're going to Nashville for uh SummerSlam, if there were like an AEW show nearby that weekend, but I don't. I'm looking and I don't oh, see anything because they're in Milwaukee, then they're in Chicago. Detroit, Rochester, and then that's like the July the sixth, so it doesn't even go to the end of July just yet. But that would be dope for us to do that mm-hmm. as, a, as a family. Hey Bree, you know who doesn't watch AW? Oh God, <clears throat> I know. <laughs> I have been trying and yelling at this man <laughs> about that white bitch at my buzzer and about. Not watching AEW. <laughs> like, why are you still not watching AEW? I now have it um on my DVR, so now I just got to start watching. Like, I have it. I have recording prioritized, so it records Rampage and um just Rampage right now, and so I'm trying to like ease my way into it. Like, I send you videos of the baddie section all the time. Mm. Yeah, you do. You do. Yeah. And the other two girls really can go. Kira and um uh-huh. what's the name? Red Velvet. Is it Red Velvet? Indeed. Yeah, them, yeah, them two hoes yeah. can wrestle. But, yeah, so yeah. I if they slowly get that women's division together, I know that I'll I'll clock in. And we just we really ain't number one big defection away from that women's division having what it needs. And honestly, for it to be a company that is, what, three years old? Mm-hmm. I mean, for them to compete at the pace that they're doing now in building that division, yeah, it's it's crappy. And there are a lot of improvements that need to be made. But they're, like, working steadily and quickly to try to adjust their their schedule and try to figure out what organization means to them. Even though currently mm-hmm. it doesn't like there isn't much organization, but they're working on it. Yeah, and they they across one show, one main show. Because I'm not even going to count Rampage as another show because it's the same roster. You know, people appear blah blah blah. But supposedly, Raw and SmackDown are also uh, are are not the same roster. They're separate rosters, supposedly, right? AEW has just as many significant women's storylines going on in Dynamite that Raw and SmackDown has. Mm. And all of them are not even about a title. It's just two women who have a beef and there's a long-term, long-term story going on right now. Serena and Hikaru Shida are going on months of a story right now that you know, they just got a big match on Dynamite had nothing to do with a title, 
Serena's probably now going to go after the title, but it's just like, they're, as Brie was saying, they're doing what needs to be done. They're going in the right direction, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, WWE is trying to finally spice that up, but I think at the direction of the people that can that are there, we mentioned earlier, that can call those shots. Like, I think Becky probably was like, oh, yeah, put me in a few with Asuka. It doesn't even need a title. Like, put, like we can carry that feud through the summer and da 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 Like, I think... Like I said, we're gonna to have to rest our shoulder, you know, rest it's gonna rest on the shoulders of those women of Triple H's girls to like really kind of carry it and like continue to round out the division so that every feud doesn't have to involve a title. Um, which I appreciate. Like for instance, if I were Carmella and um Zelina, I would take a lot of issue with Miss uh DeVille slapping the dog Sonya. shit out of both of us last mm-hmm. week. We, we, there's no way she would have made it out off the ramp. There's no way she'd have made it to that ring tonight. But that's just me. Yep. But yeah, I, I, because her the reason she gave that they couldn't do anything is because she was an official, and Adam Pierce made it clear that tonight she wasn't an official. So you would think anybody would comment that, so we'd be like, well, now's the time. If we gonna run up on her ass, now's the time. Right. She ain't got no power. Is that receipt, Mister? Right. No, involved. Right. Let's Look, go. it's giving Daddy Deville. Here's that receipt, sweet girl. Okay. Yeah. One thing they do not get still is that words mean things and have to be followed up on. So, again, if you're going to slap the shit out of me and my homegirl right here, and <laughs> I, I, I start to swing, but you tell me I wouldn't do that if I were you. I'm in the WWE official and I'm still your boss. And then the very next week, you get stripped of that for the night and you're not an official how do I not run up on you and beat your ass now? Yeah, because that's the media. That's on site. That's the minute that like, we in the back watching the screen. Like, did you hear that? Oh, yeah, I heard. Let's go get them. Like, like immediately. Yeah. Immediately. There are consequences to the things you have these characters say. because, And that's another reason why I love AEW. Um, I might have mentioned this before, but they refuse to make it look like these characters... These commentators, the referees are complete fucking idiots. Right. Like, why does the referee have to be an idiot? Why do the commentators have to be an idiot to sell the story? Oh, my God, what does this mean? He's, <laughs> he's motioning a belt across his waist. What does that mean? Remember the first few weeks that they had know. the new guy on Raw and, he, and like, Corey would be, would be playing that dumb shit? And he would yes. Be, well, it means, it means this. And he would be like... Oh. He did, he was, yo, Bree, that shit was funny as hell. He, he, I, the thing that anybody with common sense would think, I forget the exact scenario, but he called it, he was like, well, I guess this means that, blah, 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 blah. and Corey was like, no, we don't know that. What what does it mean? It was it literally played out on screen. And he was like, no, it, it means. <laughs> it's like no, it, it, it yeah. means this. And it was given. No, we're not supposed to know that. Like, yeah, they do play. I wonder. Oh I wonder. Wait, so do Raw and SmackDown have the same writers? No. Okay, so then with that being said, do the SmackDown writers not know what's going on on Raw since it, since the Raw writers don't know what's going? They on? They don't watch the other shows. <laughs> wow. Right, it's giving wow. Because if they don't watch NXT and know what goes on over there, and they're siloed to their particular brand, do they know what's going on on SmackDown? Like, do they... Is there any kind of, like, cross-reference at all? 
besides when they show up on each other's shows because you know it doesn't matter like even tonight i was so glad oh my god when they was doing the ones pose and rk bro was like girl enough that's what i'm talking about <laughs> this is a wrestling show which i'm not standing in the back while you on my show from your show and you pose in and stuff with belts no girl wreck them girls i appreciate every bit of that i'm like thank you finally somebody actually had the smoke because Allegedly, somebody does want the smoke. They don't ever come get it. But so tonight, RK Bro wanted the smoke, and they got it. That's what I want to see more of, a wrestling show that makes sense. So maybe it is time to turn the channel. Mm, mm. Yes. I use that example for a reason, because CM Punk has been doing the belt motion. And right away, Tony Schiavone was like, he clearly wants the world title. <laughs> and Escalaba tried to clean it up by saying, well, we have multiple titles here. So it's not like... They're playing complete idiots. Like Excalibur presented a, you know, a fairly reasonable question. Like, does, is he going after the TNT or the world title? Obviously, that means he wants a championship, but which one? Okay, I can take mm-hmm. that. But oh, yeah. they call what they see, and they call what they be thinking, seeing what they're seeing. As as fans would, I think that's the other thing too. Yeah, like they they call it like we see it. Which is which is why we love um, McAfee so much. Matt Stryker and Matt Stryker. That was the first one. They hated Matt Stryker for that exact reason. Mm. Yeah, they did. But yeah, that's why I love McAfee because he calls it like we would call it. And it's like, oh, God, thank you. We're not out here alone and just flailing. So wait, Backlash is Sunday. Mm-hmm. That was the go-home wrong? Mm-hmm. So they didn't go off the air selling the pay-per-view coming up this Sunday? Mm-hmm. Oh. They sold it at the beginning of the show when the Uwa man showed up. And we quietly moved back to Sundays, if you caught that. Um, yes. But wait, they didn't go off the air selling... Not the Uwa man. It's the Uwa man. And I would love to ooh and ah. Um, you didn't go off... Your titular pro, your flagship program selling your pay per view coming, your premium live event coming on Sunday on Mother's Day? Yeah, because I don't think any of the ladies in the ring have a match this Sunday. No, they don't. So that shouldn't have closed the show. <laughs> Who the fuck is booking the. Who's. <laughs> like at the end of my time, Triple H is off. And it's like, who's screwing who? <laughs> like, can anybody tell me who's sleeping with who? Uh, oh. That makes sense. None of it. I want some fun talk, Bree. What? Who are your favorites in AEW? Um, I'm a huge fan of the Wardlow push. Mm, amen. I love how he's becoming a a big face, and I also love um um. What's that? Penta and um, oh, Pac and them. Yeah, uh, Death Triangle. Death Triangle. There you go. Well, that's a good name. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like it. And of course, the um, uh, uh, Regal's faction. The I always stumble when I say it. So it's the Blackpool <laughs> Combat Club. Yes, indeed. I just I ordered their hoodie, and it just got here yesterday. It's beautiful. I am 100% here for the Blackpool Combat Club. Club. Oh, yeah. And honestly, see, I, see what you mean. <laughs> I love it. Um, I think that 
since uh, Daniel Bryan has gotten into AEW. This like he's actively working out his kinks. Um, he likes getting beat up. He likes getting spit on. We gotta we gotta see what's going on with Daniel Bryan. Oh, but um, <laughs> but I mean, hey, you know, I in the name of entertainment, I'm here for it. I guess. So um, so yeah, I am thoroughly enjoying AEW. Of course, Jay Cargill. Okay, there we go. Mm-hmm. Of course. She's great, and she just has it. Like you just look at her, and it's like she's special. So, yeah, Jay she's that head turner. If she's walking through the airport, you're definitely going to look twice at her, right? And, and probably ask yourself, "Who the fuck is that?" And I'm glad from what I've seen, they haven't strapped an unrealistic rocket to her yet. They're letting it. Nope. They're taking their time with her, which I love to see because you know. The other brand likes to strap rockets to people sometimes. Um, so I love that it's a slow, slow, slow build. And I love that it, it, it's causing a lot mm-hmm. of interbrand fantasy booking too. Like I like that the women are now in that space where like they're talking about dream matches they want to see between the organizations. That makes me happy. Because you know women's wrestling is my heart. <laughs> my well, you should heart. watch. I will. Yeah, you should. Um, it's actually still, and it records on my Hulu as well. So I'll, um, I have, I have always I seen mean, it. I'm not, I'm not making it any better. Like, I don't want to jump in in the middle, you know, right in the, just right in the middle. Like, it just feels, I don't know. Um, oh, wow, um, this sounds like a Capricorn excuse, but okay. It is. That's fine. You know how we are about order and stuff? You know, it's just weird. Um, it makes my brain hurt, but I just have to. Pick up when is their their what is their big annual? Their big annual is um well double or nothing is coming, but um there's also mm. all out. Um that's mm. what Labor Day or like right after Labor Day. Mm. Yeah, so it's Labor Day. So yeah. Um but yeah, double or nothing is happening and punk is challenging Adam Page mm. for that. Yeah, I'm pretty title. sure I'm going to Chicago for it's at the United Center. I've never been in the United oh, it's Center in Chicago, for too? a wrestling show. Uh, yeah. Oh, is that. it? Wait, is this one in Chicago or is this one in Vegas? No, this um, wait. The May show. Oh no 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 no! I'm bugging. Oh, um, wow. So I might have said something that ain't even. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Double or nothing is definitely in Vegas. It's May 29th in Vegas. You are absolutely right. Do I need to go back May and read something May 29th, out? Do I need 11. to add a little right to censor? <laughs> <laughs> we've got we've got Ebony. Oh, we don't have Ivory. <laughs> we've got Ebony. We don't have Ivory tonight, but we can be right to censored if I need to go back and, <laughs> and clear some things up. Just let me know. No, that, that's fine. Um, yeah, well, they have a Chicago show coming up and I'm going. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Actually, no, no. You know what? No, but no, no, no. Um, it is, it is. I'm, I'm bugging. I'm bugging. It's the um New Japan AEW show, the Forbidden Door preview. Oh, that sounds festive. I'm bugging. I was thinking about something else for a minute, but yeah, I'm definitely going to that. Um, mm-hmm. clean it up, crap. Oh, Especially if they bring Okada. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Especially if they bring Okada in and Naito. Mm. Those are two I want to see. Mm. Yep, I have an L.I.J. shirt ready. 
Yeah, so, come on. I whew, I have to go to that show. And then it's in it's in the United Center. That's what I was talking about. Um, and I've never been there for wrestling. It's a building I've always wanted to go to. So mm-hmm. yeah, pretty sure I'm gonna go there. I'm trying to see when they're coming back to Atlanta again, because they were coming to Atlanta pretty often for a while. Yeah. Yeah, they kind of, they hit this they have a lot of spots they hit often. Like Rochester. They were just in Rochester. Um and they're coming right back to Long Island. Um again soon. Obviously Chicago. Uh, but they, they definitely have their spots where they they frequent. Where they sell them tickets, Philly. They love going to Philly and Pittsburgh. And they and they still selling out too. Yeah, they're not mm-hmm. coming to Atlanta anytime soon. They all live in Missouri and Milwaukee and all them states I don't believe in. Yeah, the Forbidden Door one. If you would have told us five years ago that a company is going to come along that's going to be selling out a state uh, building the size of United Center, a wrestling company, and it's not WWE Crazy. or anything like attached to WWE, you would think I was crazy. Agreed. Agree, but Dave, I like like Bree kind of said earlier, the the fact that they are in the position, the spot they are now in their third year is nuts. Yeah, it's not having acquired ROH. That's re- ridiculous, and but I mean, I think it speaks to a lot of things. Like not only did we as fans needed need alternatives, I think them as employees needed alternatives. Clearly. Um, and a viable alternative, one that that you know that could go to and really like you know a enjoy the job and you know be make a living, but you know just something where they could really make an impact and um and kind of buck the system that was traditional. And what's crazy is that even not for nothing, like there came a time when it you know like the game that they play isn't even a isn't about um I can't say nepotism because it's not he wasn't family, but it isn't even like. They're doing any favors, like it's business, you know. And and but from a from a fair perspective, you know, like they wouldn't give Cody the money he wanted. He had, you know, he had it over there, no hard feelings, and they kept it running, they kept it trucking, you know. And it was like, you know, we're a new company, we can't give you what you want in regards to what you draw. It's just what it is, you know. Like, so they're like, there's a there's a thread of integrity that's running through their organization that I can see already, which is good, and I hope they keep it. It's it's amazing what they're doing, like the momentum that they that they carry and that they keep when certain people off TV. Like one of their biggest stars, like easily top three, probably top two. Kenny Omega hasn't even been there for months, but they haven't missed a beat. And right before that, Adam Page hadn't been there for a while because he was on, but didn't miss a beat. And Kenny Omega's going to come back soon, and it's just going to enhance the show again. It's going to be nuts when he comes back. So it's like, and you know he's going to come back as a face. You, you obviously see the, the story they're, they're building and what we're headed to. Um, AEW, man. Thank you. <laughs> I love it. It's just, I, just, I just be watching it. Like, it's... It, like we said, it is so refreshing. It really that is. Was almost, I can't even uh, describe that feeling. That was almost like post-orgasm uh, transparency. Like, just like clarity. You were just like, like, this is nasty. Turn it off. Like, it was almost like, <laughs> it's just so great. Like, 
I mean, well, you've been singing his praises long enough. I just, I have to clock in. I guess I just have to ask questions. And I'm sure Larry can send me a thousand Wikipedia links to catch me up on <laughs> something else. Um, and, I, you know, I guess we just traverse that way as a family. Because, um, you know, it's it's times when we need to be able to shut the E off. For damn sure. I just, yeah. Uh, I, I would suggest it after my like six month break from October to what, uh, whenever it's many mm-hmm. was, March or April, whatever the hell. That I think I might have to just do that at you know from time to time, because I was just I was just so tired of everything they were doing, and I was just like to the point where it's I'm not even gonna be able to enjoy it if it is good, because now I'm just gonna think about how they're gonna fuck it up next week. You know, I can't even enjoy what's happening. And yeah, I was trying to like. To, I remember I was try, having this conversation. I was trying to tell you not to do that shit mm-hmm. with the Bobby Lashley um, world title um leading last year and this shit. Um, and that's just where I got to. Where I was just like, I don't care because they're gonna fuck it up. <laughs> I can't even just enjoy the moment. AEW is very different, very fucking different. Yeah, I need to get on over there because I hope I'm I'm hoping that them not doing the tag unification is signaling where the unification things are an issue and they're beginning to undo all of that, but I can't even trust that that's what that means. <laughs> I can't even get yeah, it's just going to happen at the next pay-per-view. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, they unify them on a random Raw or something like, or on Sunday Night Heat. They'll just all of a sudden... Not Sunday Night Heat. ...unify the titles, and I just won't have hey. time. I will not have time. Well, I am sure at this hour, um, both of your edibles are hitting. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Um, and so the benediction. Um, where can they find you, Marie? If the people are looking for you, or do you want to be found? You... Okay. First, first of all, <laughs> do you want to be found? Because normally we announce our socials. I don't know if you don't. You know, if you don't want to be found, that's fine. <laughs> we protect your... You know, you can tag me in the show notes. How about that? There we go. We'll tag her that, in the show notes. People can find me that way. I'll make people read. Yeah, they're, they're, they're not going to do that. <laughs> um, exactly. I, so, bam. I'd be remiss if I oh did not ask you this question. Um, Bree. Um, and I'm preparing for the answer. So I think me being on an edible right now is, is really good for me. I'm just going to go ahead and prepare for the answer. So I have to ask you, cane, slow chemical, or gold dust? So, well, I am gonna go <laughs> with the song that sounds the best when you're playing it in the car, and it just randomly comes on your wrestling playlist, and you can just hear the instrumentation and it just sticks out at you and you can just drive around and it makes you kind of want to speed up and go faster. <laughs> I'm going to go slow chemical. Oh, yeah, of course. It's, it's just more of a banger. I'm sorry. Yeah, my sister in Christ. My sister in Christ. See? You have to just... I'm never going to win. You have to give into it. You have to just... I'm gonna. We're gonna have to get Dustin Rose on this fucking show just to get me a vote <laughs> for Ghost Dust. I don't know. He might. He might agree with the rest of us. 
Yeah, right. You know, so yeah. chemical is that girl. <laughs> but again, if you are listening, that's it. We're black, so you know, come join us. You know, the rose love the blacks, and we're here for that. Oh well. In the meantime, you can find us at um, find me at Roberts underscore Rules. You can find um, Monty on your local porn blog, or um, oh, excuse me, Reverse on your local porn blog. Um, or at uh, reverse underscore. <laughs> that was the excuse me of the sentence. Reverse, uh, <laughs> reverse underscore real. Um, or, you know, the cash shit <sighs> at the cash shit with the underscore for the I. Um, Booker She Bree is in the witness protection program, so you will not be finding her unless you know how to read. <laughs> so. <laughs> Till then. <laughs> this is the cash shit podcast. <laughs>